0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 140 of the IA Cast. All right, this week I have with me I ha- we have Aliyah Dudley. Hello. Leslie Dixon. Hi. And Jason Earls. Hi everyone. As usual, we're going to start off with the news, and you know this is to be expected. But we've heard that due to the coronavirus in China, companies are having to slow down or halt production of hardware. Jason, you were talking a bit about this before the show. So, what what have you heard about this? Well,
1: one of the big things I heard their Apple had tr- had had previously stated that they hope to have their production open soon. On the day that they were supposed to, uh, well, actually, I don't think it was on the day, but they were blocked. Foxconn was a, was blocked by China for um, opening on that day. So I guess Apple's not going to be able to get their production started as soon as they had hoped. And this is going to affect things like, and it's more than just Apple, but, you know, we're talking, it, it could affect the AirPods Pro supply. And other products this is a big deal guys and I'm not just talking about because tech is going to arrive late I'm talking all the people that are dealing with uh, the virus you know all the people that are right all the family members of people that are going through the virus I mean this is just a big deal I was reading an article yesterday I saying it was that said that this has become bigger than SARS which is crazy
0: Wow and It's only getting bigger. And so I think when we go to order our products, we need to be very patient and very understanding of people's needs at this time. Because this is going to be an ongoing thing. And, you know, our our hearts go out to uh, all the folks in China that are dealing with this and even people around the world. It's a big deal. You know, Renee Ritchie was talking about how this might uh, keep us from having a March Apple event like we normally do. So we'll see what happens there. Oh, that's interesting. I hadn't considered that. Yeah. But that makes sense. Let's keep that in our thoughts as we move forward with our tech purchases and things that we want this year. I'm sure there's all kinds of other things that are going on, but we wanted to go right into our segment here um, because there's a lot of things to cover. And, uh, today we're going to talk about how to be productive in the new decade. And I have several categories and I want to see what y'all's thoughts are and what you plan to use, uh, in the new decade on, um, a lot of different ranges of being productive. And I want to start out with health. You know, we all use the Apple watch, right? All of us here have an Apple watch, don't we?
2: Yeah, I think we all do. Uh, Yeah, I guess we
0: all do. Interesting. So... And Android folks can do the same thing on, on the Android Wear um, devices, Even similarly.
2: Unless you're blind.
0: But Well, it depends on the device there, too. What health apps do you guys use now that you think would be beneficial in the new decade?
2: Personally, I use an app called Waterminder. I need to be more conscious of my water intake because I don't drink enough of it. And so... WaterMinder will alert me every hour as well as some half-hour increments during the day to drink some water. In fact, I think it just did. <laughs> so, you know, it's 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 critical to keep an eye on things like this. And, and the app is extremely accessible. The notification is really nice. And if you get the notification on your watch, you can log water directly from the watch into the app. So it's really nice. Um, really easy to keep up with it on the go.
0: And you get achievements. I also have Waterminder. I use a lot of different health activities um, apps, mainly the activity app for workouts and different things. Um, and I love what it allows us to do as far as keep track of how much we walk or move during the day and we have goals. I like all those things. Uh, I want to get into some sleep tracking and... Uh, other apps later on, um, whenever I have time. But Jason, what and Leslie, what about you guys? So for me, I have been
1: mostly using the built-in health activity apps and things on the watch. But I also have used—I may have talked about this last time. I don't remember. Um, but I've—I also use Nature Space sometimes when I'm having trouble sleeping or just, you know, wanna wanna relax. Throw on my solo pros, at least nowadays, <laughs> and turn on some noise cancellation and just listen to stuff. I mean, it's it's just really nice. I recently got the complete collection that you can purchase for Nature Space, which gives you access to, well, their complete collection. <laughs> and there's just so many things in that uh, collection. One of my favorites is a Desert Wind, which is kind of a good white noise track because of the way the wind is blowing. I also use the Breathe app, on my watch, although I've been very bad so far about actually breathing. I've sort of fallen off that I need to get better at it, but that's kind of what I've been using, really, for the most part
0: so far this year. I've never used the Breathe app, and I need to get in the habit of using that.
2: It's really neat. And actually, hey, I could totally do a live demo of Waterminder because I totally just drank a 16-ounce bottle of water. Open Waterminder.
3: 303 water monitor show cups menu button show other drink screen button zero ounces zero percent remaining 78 ounces
2: so I've been bad today I haven't had any water you can see just how much is left um, for me it really wants me to drink 78
3: ounces your progress is zero percent. Today date is the 9th of February. Dim 3.03 p.m. Dim. Share today's progress on Facebook. Button. Share today's. Your progress is 0%. I wouldn't advise
2: that. Selected. But, you Hydrate. Know.
3: Tab. History. Tab. Achievement. Settings. Tab. I'm show cups, show menu. cups menu. Log 8 ounce water. Button. Log 14 ounce water. Button. Log 17 ounce water. Button. High cups menu. Button. What? Those are very weird sizes. Selected. Hydrate. They are, Tab.
4: But you can customize them. You can. Um.
3: So logs log 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 down's water button
2: let's go back
3: settings tab four. Go to settings. your progress is 0% dimmed show cups show cups menu button show other drink screen 0 ounces. 0 hey. settings tab for notification Rude. sound. Aaliyah Dudley dale profile Aaliyah Dudley. Aaliyah Dudley notifications notification sounds achievements switch stickers and notific cups tap achievements switch button on ah okay cups I'm tap icon to change value change... heading Eight ounce water cup. Button. Fourteen ounce water cup. Button. I'm
2: going to change this to 16.
3: More info. Button. This cup is 14 ounce water. Name. Button. Water. Text field. Drink type. Water. Hydration impact. One. Button. Drink amount. Fourteen ounces. Button. Icon. Drink amount. Fourteen ounce. On- alert. That. Enter cups. Text field. Is editing. Character mode. Insert seven. One. 2 Five. Six.
2: Let's change that to 16.
3: Two. Six. Text field. Save. Button. And save it. Name button. Return to sit settings. Back button.
2: We're gonna go back.
3: Settings. Other drinks. Hydrate tab. One of four. Go to the hydrate tab again. Return. Now. Your progress is zero percent. Share today's pro- share three o five. Show cups menu button. We're gonna show the cups menu. Log eight ounce water. Log fourteen ounce water button. Um. Log seventeen ounce water. High Cups menu. It
2: change it. It did not change it.
3: <coughs> selected. Log two eight ounces. It's. Hi. Log 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 eight ounces water button.
2: That's weird. Let's log two eight ounces.
3: Show cups menu button. Show other I gives me a nice little haptic. Unmuted. I'm going to
2: unmute because I don't know. It may give me a
3: sound. Show cops menu button. Log down. Log 14. Log eight down's ounce water. Log. It does Show cops menu okay. button. Show other 16 ounces 20%. Yeah.
2: So now I can see.
3: The remaining 62 ounces.
2: That I have 62 ounces of water left to drink today.
3: Your progress is 20%.
2: And 20%. So that's a quick overview of Waterminder.
4: I also use Waterminder and I've had... That problem in the past uh, where it doesn't always save your changes. I will say that the accessibility of this app has improved quite a bit since I first started using it. Um, it Initially it was very much a guessing game as to what you're hitting and um, hoping for the best. But you can also, you know, as you saw there, change some of that to other types of drinks. So in mine, because I routinely drink coffee in the morning, I have that I can log a 10 ounce cup of coffee, or a 16 ounce bottle of water, or uh, when I used to go to Chick Fil A all the time and get uh, large teas, I would do you know a 24 ounce tea, and that way I could customize those and have access to the stuff that I drink. All the time in the amounts that I used all the time and it was very helpful for that and having those notifications to remind you all the time during the day that you need to drink more has really worked for me because I'm I'm horrible about it and if I don't think about it I don't do it so getting that on my watch has been nice Uh, I also use the breathe notifications It's nice during the day when I'm at work um, just to remind me to take a minute or two out of my day and sit quietly and breathe and de-stress a little bit. Uh, The workout app and the activities app. Uh, I like having the heart rate monitor there and that you can kind of set those levels to notify you if your heart rate's getting high or too low or, um, you know, fall alerts, that kind of thing. Although I don't really use that stuff as much, but it is nice knowing that it's there.
0: Let's move on to our next category that I have for us today. And that is getting things done to do based apps. And I know at iAccessibility, we use Microsoft to do's for everything. But are there any other apps in this area that you guys like or use?
2: Although it's a bit expensive, um, the app Things has been making some effort to make their app a lot more accessible. And it's not something that I use all the time now because I'm addicted to Microsoft To-Do and it's ding. Um, yes, Michael, it's To-Do, not To-Do's. <laughs> um, I had to point it out. But Wunderlist is officially going to be sunset, guys. It's gone. So absolutely finding something that works for you If you've been using Wonderlist and hanging on to it, it's going to be gone pretty soon, unfortunately. If you're the kind of person who just needs to map out a project, OneNote is also kind of good for that. I'm not big into that, (laughs) but but even the Apple Notes app has a checklist feature that you can use as a to-do list or Reminders does as
0: well. And Reminders will actually work with your Exchange account for work and all those things. So those are some things to check out. And Wunderlist, I think, had the most balanced of features out of everything. Uh, So it's kind of sad to see them uh, remove that. I I wish there was better notification support in To-Do. But uh, it's just, this is an area, you know, there's OmniFocus, but things in OmniFocus are expensive, And a good free solution that's cross-platform is, in my opinion, always a good, uh, the best solution for when you're uh, using multiple platforms.
1: Well, because I tend to stick mostly in the Apple ecosystem, I mostly do just use to-dos and, dang it, I did it, to-do and um, the built-in reminders app. Uh, I've also uh, been known to use notes to write information down that I may need to remember, like you know serial numbers or things like that. I don't think I've actually used the checklist feature that 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 notes has. I cannot speak today, (laughs) but I
0: (laughs) I have seen it. Also, if you're on the Android world and iOS, really, Google Keep notes has a great checklist.
4: I use the notes app in the iPhone a lot for everyday stuff, especially things that I need to hang on to. I haven't attempted to use the list feature in a while. Uh, I tried it when it first came out and struggled with it. Haven't really gone back to it, but I use an app called Anylist that um, it there is a charge for it. It's, I think, $7.99 a year for an individual plan or $11.99 a year for a family plan that allows you to use that on multiple devices. But I can use that to add a shopping list or to-do list uh, through my Amazon Echo, through my Google Mini, uh, or through the app itself. And I can store things like recipes in there, import those from Safari or other places, and it's kind of nice, and I can also bring that up on my watch. And so that's been kind of nice for me, um, mostly as a shopping list platform, but I do use it for to-do list as well, and I can create any list through that using um, Alexa or Google.
0: I'm going to have to download this after the episode because I've never heard of this, so...
2: Are we going to start switching our uh, grocery list to any list? <laughs>
0: I don't know. i will see how good it is.
4: I really like it.
0: And that's why I love this podcast, folks, because we all learn stuff from talking to each other about this. I really agree with all of you guys, and it's important to have a good to-do list application, you know, to help us in our lives these days. It's very important because our lives are so busy and we forget what's going on. Let's talk about uh, time tracking. Time tracking is something that you know you may have to do for a job or personal projects or something you're working on, and you just want to keep track of how much time you're using. So I think I know the answer to all this. But what does everybody here use or prefer for time tracking? Toggle, <laughs> Timery, which is basically <laughs> well, the same thing. Well, it's but... toggle
2: client, but yeah.
1: Well, yeah. It's but I, I use a combination of, yeah. But I use a combination of that, and I also have my watch set to um, chime every hour, so it also helps me keep track of how long I'm doing a particular task. It's just kind of nice to know, like, when an hour passes by, because you're like, really? I've been wasting time for an hour? <laughs> like, so it's, it's kind of nice in that regard, but yeah, definitely toggle slash timery.
2: That wasn't a segment. That was, like, an app feature. <laughs> like, that was... <laughs> It's a statement. <laughs> toggle, toggle. It is all toggle.
0: Well, Le- Leslie, right, do you right. have any suggestions that you use?
4: <laughs> uh, I don't have any other suggestions other than toggle. Uh, is the only one I've used for that kind of thing. Other than, you know, using my watch to set timers or alarms or that kind of thing to keep up if I need to keep track of time. Um, it's not something I use, but a friend of mine actually uses this. And Aaliyah uses as well as an app called Westminster Chimes oh, yeah. that uh, has the grandfather clock sound on the hour, and you can set it for the quarter hours, half hour. Uh, how often you want it to come on, or you can just have it come on every hour. And a friend of mine actually uses this at work because our classes end at 50 minutes after the hour. So she has her set to uh, 45 after the hour so that she knows she needs to wrap things up. And it's just a very quiet, unintrusive
2: way of going, oh, you know, it's about time for us to end class.
0: I like yeah. that. That's a good use for that.
2: Yeah, Absolutely. And I have my watch set for the quarter hours for the Taptic Chimes. And even when it's muted, I'll get that little bump on my wrist. And I'm like, ooh, class is 15 minutes that's, closer to done. <laughs> Never that's happens something I need to do. But I there haven't,
4: you go. <laughs> right. I haven't set that up on my watch, but I need to do that.
0: I personally prefer Toggle. Uh, we've tried Clockify. We've tried a lot of other services but toggle seems to be the best they have the most shortcuts and they also do have timery you can set it up as a project or you could use it individually and it's just really nice so i would i would check into that and it's spelled t-o-g-g-l so that spelling is very important let's talk about how to stay secure security and passwords are changing so quickly you know every day and we have to stay one step ahead of that. And so that's why a good password manager is essential. Now, I know we here use one password. Uh, is that what everybody else is using?
2: Yes. <laughs> no. I actually don't. No. <laughs> what? Whoa. Oh, there is some password. There are some people that need a password hygiene makeover. Shit. All my
1: passwords... All my passwords password are hygiene. one, two, three, four, and I write them down on pieces take, of paper in like. Go get a password shower.
2: Font. Get off this podcast.
1: <laughs> and I duct tape it. To
0: password I duct tape shower. It. I, 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 I tape it to my shirt.
2: <laughs> <laughs> go take a password no, shower. I, use,
0: I almost no, want I, that I use for the name of the podcast now, folks.
2: <laughs> password
1: shower.
0: I, wait, wait. I'm down for that name. <laughs>
1: No, I I do use the password stuff built into Mac and iOS. There was actually a password manager I was going to look at and forgot because I did not make it a reminder. Yeah, right now I just use the built-in iOS I stuff because cry. I'm a terrible person.
2: And you, well, and I'm guessing hi. that all of your passwords are created by you and not even generated by Keychain?
1: Actually, it's a mixture. <sighs> I, I should let key. I should let keychain. generate all of them, but some of them I've just been terrible about. If I
0: write passwords, Your to passwords changing. are
2: stinky. Go shower.
0: If I write passwords <coughs> that typically labeled as strong, the problem is I use yeah, them it, everywhere. Yep. Yeah.
1: See, because that, mine have, mine have capital and lowercase letters and some punctuation.
2: So do mine. But like and Michael, I, I do Still had repeat. a hacked. Uh, what got hacked first? Oh, it was my um. Oh gosh, was it my was Didn't it my Instagram? Twitter just get... No. Well, no, Twitter okay. came first. Twitter wasn't using that password. Um No, I had an Instagram account separately from my Facebook account before they kinda were buddy buddy. And it got hacked first. And then there were some other things that started to get hacked. And so I've been working on a massive password cleanup project myself.
0: Now, if you are concerned that your password has been uh, hacked, there is a website called Have I Been Pwned? And we'll link to that in the show notes.
2: Yeah, we've talked about that on here before. Oh, yeah. Um, but absolutely, that website is is the best.
1: And also, two-factor authentication, guys, is also a good idea to enable. yes. Because even if your password gets hacked, as long as, you know, you don't give the codes you receive to people, then they're going to have a much harder time getting into your accounts than if you weren't using two-factor authentication, because then they could just use your password and boom, they're in.
2: Use an app as well if you can. Don't just rely on text message two-factor. It's not as secure.
4: I still keep, you know, a little bit old school and keep some of my stuff you know, written on index cards in Braille. I said some, not all. Um, Just because I'm not entirely comfortable having all of my password information in an electronic format that I can't access if everything goes down. So I do keep hard copy stuff of some of my things
1: just because of that. You're making
2: me hurt. You're making me hurt. Yeah, You're but me
1: hurt. but if somebody finds her index card, what's the likelihood that they're going to be able to read right. Braille? I mean.
2: It, it, it. Hey, there are some blind techies out there. I'm just saying. Blind, like blind, yeah. Blind, but... nefarious techies.
4: I was going to say, how many blind thieves are going to be breaking into my house? That's... <laughs> I, I'm just. Aside they've still to go through some stuff to get to this, uh, aside they're not for maybe sitting all of on my kitchen to, table. Yeah, but,
1: aside from maybe all of us to start obtaining some of the echo devices you have in your. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're
4: not. They're not sitting on my kitchen table. Yeah, but I mean, I yeah I, not saying it's right.
2: I I'm smell just your saying password odor. <laughs> 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 I believe all And you that's smell actually is bacon. a good.
1: <laughs> And that's actually, I feel like a. <laughs> but that's actually a good point, though. You know, you do have to sometimes, you know, walk this, this balance of how secure you want to be versus how convenient you want to be, when doing things like logging into all of your accounts and stuff, and some people choose convenience over security some people choose security over convenience and I just i find it interesting discussing this hearing each person's perspective on on how they manage their security for their accounts and stuff and why they make I'm the choices go, they do with it
2: like bury my head in the closet and cry after this discussion because my paranoid <laughs> It major self is going no 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 well
0: you know the interesting thing is is that see my Paranoia goes in the other direction. You know, the interesting thing is uh, when we go out in public, we are required by law to carry our, our ID cards. If that gets stolen, you know, we can – our identity can be stolen. And that's why, you know, you would never carry your Social Security card. You never carry a lot of different things except for your ID card because those can be replaced Uh, But it's just important what you carry on you, too, just like when you're on the computer. And so I think it's something that we all have to work towards is to get better security and just securing our life. And you have to use what's best for you and just try to, um, you know, do what you can. The next thing I want to discuss is office applications, being productive through getting work done and you know, there's a lot of options now. When we things started out, we had Microsoft Office, WordPerfect, and a few others, and that was it. Now we have the Google products, the Google Docs, slides, and sheets. G Suite. Yeah, G Suite. And now we have um, we have Microsoft Office, and we have Open Office, and iWork. iWork. I don't even know that they call it that now, do they? I
2: don't know.
1: I don't. Know that they do. They just refer to them as the individual apps. I think Pages, Numbers, Keynote. I don't know if LibreOffice is still around. It, uh, but it uh, used to
4: be. I think parts of it are. I don't think but the that, Office part is still around, but I think the Mail part of it is still around.
1: I didn't even know they did Mail. But um, you know that iClouds and iCloud and Office's web portals you know cross platform usability which is always nice if it's accessible
2: <clears throat> apple so what do you hey, guys Hey they just use?
1: recently launched a mobile iCloud site it might be better i don't know
2: nah i doubt it <laughs> yes. but i
1: use a combination of apple's offerings and office
2: same if i'm on my mac i want to use apple's tools because honestly i don't like microsoft office for mac just ugh, no um sorry sorry um i don't if I'm on my PC, absolutely, Office all the way, um, but not on my Mac. I definitely use uh,
4: more Office than Mac. I am not a fan of Pages, I never have been, um, so when I'm on my Mac, if I've got to use something along that line, I'm honestly going to use TextEdit or Notes. I really miss Work Perfect, guys. I just do. <laughs> it's still <laughs> Dating around. Dating myself a bit, but uh, is it?
0: In some form, yes, it's still around.
4: Okay. You're making me sniffle.
0: Why? Oh,
4: it's make Elliot cry day on the show. It really
2: is. I got that perfect I got was, got it was I got awesome. Tears.
0: You know what? I I I You'll got an okay. ad the other day, and Leslie, you could probably appreciate this for uh and I think it's in the App Store. Corel Draw.
4: <gasps> what? Yes. We still oh my. need That's
0: that. Hard. Still around?
4: Wow. Yes. yes we still it is. use it at
0: work. I loved it.
4: Uh, we use it to run our laser printer at work. In the now, shop. if
0: I'm not mistaken, isn't Corel part of the uh, group that purchased Freedom Scientific? The Victor group, Ooh, the uh, V and VFO? I don't know. I think I heard that somewhere. So that would be interesting hmm. if that's the case. I personally use mostly Microsoft Office. I mean, Pages is neat with what it can do, but I have to export back to Word anyway. So I'm like, I'm just going to start where you know we're going to end up anyway. Now, as far as spreadsheet, Numbers is my favorite. Numbers is much more graphical and easy to use. Uh, I do our company's tax sheets on Numbers, and it's so amazing.
1: I definitely like navigating spreadsheets on the Mac better than in Windows and it could just be down to familiarity with the platform it just makes more sense to me on the Mac and i i understand you know the way the cells work your letters are your columns and your numbers are your the, the i'm just not going to explain it cuz i'm confusing myself but i understand it <laughs> like i understand that you know, A1, B1, C1, D1 are the start of your columns and as the numbers increase, you're going further and further down the columns. It's just the way voiceover, yeah, the way voiceover navigates, it just, it helps it work in my brain for whatever reason.
4: I don't have much experience with numbers. Um, I'm much more familiar with Excel, but that's because I have to use it on a daily basis at work. So um, I've not really played with numbers much.
1: All I can say is, Don't play with it in iOS, because as far as I know, VoiceOver still doesn't report cell coordinates.
4: I have tried that, and it was very unfortunate.
0: I personally like, uh, if I'm going to use the keyboard to do productivity tasks in in an Office application, Windows all the way. Windows just has it made... I feel that keyboard use on the Mac and iPad for productivity going from cell to cell or navigating is very convoluted. I don't like it, uh, especially using a screen reader. Um, It's just one of those things that I learned with JAWS, and so that's just how my brain works. Let's talk about getting things done as far as communications. How do you feel in the next decade we're going to be communicating with people? Is it still going to be through iMessage and text? Or do you prefer to use, um, you know, like WhatsApp, uh, TeamTalk like we're using, or Skype? Or what do you think is going to be the dominant method for uh, personal communications for productivity in the next 10 years for everybody, not just people like us who are low vision or blind, but for everybody? And how will you integrate yourself into that?
2: I think this world is, is headed more and more toward text-based communication or image-based communication, which is a little scary if you think about it as a blind person. Um, it's It's hard to process images that get sent to you, and it's hard to deal with them. So I think we're going to continue to see text-based apps possibly more voice interactable apps so if some some people speculate that the apple watch will become the the iphone essentially um we'll do most of what we want to do on our wrist but i, I think that's that that's going to have to come with being um controllable by by voice and other means but i think we're Steering more toward text-based communication.
1: I would agree. I think we're going to see more um, chat-based, picture-based communications. But I also feel like we might see more video-based communications, especially with the deployment of 5G in the future. I feel like 5G is going to open up um, some very interesting possibilities once it becomes as established as something like, say, LTE.
4: I noticed a trend at work especially since we've started teaching the Amazon devices of people using that for video or voice calls or even drop-ins. Seeing people who have it set up to drop-in on someone who might be uh, bedridden or have difficulties getting up and getting to a phone or just need to be checked on, I definitely think video can... Communications. If you are going to go with any kind of voice or a uh, picture, something not text based, I, I don't think my nephew has ever made a phone call that doesn't involve a video. And uh, when I was visiting him at Christmas, I told him to call me, and he said, "Well, you can't see me." I said, "Well, that's okay. You can see me. That's all that matters, you know." Um, but I don't think he even understands the concept at, at four years old of. Of making a phone call that doesn't include video. As far as communication, definitely text has become much more prevalent, even at work. You know, we have Skype, but more often than not, we're communicating through email or Skype messaging.
0: And it's interesting that, you know, kids are picking up devices as young as three, and people are able to use devices even after traumatic brain injuries and different things based on the images they see. And I think that's incredible. I think that's really where we're going with pictures. And so alt text and description is going to be like the most important thing that we have in uh, the future to come. But uh, I think we've gone through some neat categories here, guys. Do you guys have any final comments before we wrap up today? We live
1: in an interesting time, a time of introduction, the introduction of 5G. The introduction of things like slack and microsoft teams for communication the introduction of productivity-based apps thanks to platforms like apple's app store google's play store and it's just interesting to see what the next thing to be introduced is going to be and see how it may or may not be able to integrate into our lives
0: you know It brings up you know you said the it's the time of introduction and one of the things that's quickly being introduced that's going to change the world and it already is starting is endpoint computing. Endpoint computing means if I have my airpods in I can do the same thing as if I was had my watch on or if I had my phone in my hand or the computer on my desk. If I want to send a message or get my messages my airpods can handle that. If I want to Watch a TV show, uh, my phone can handle that. If I want to, you know, I can step up to anything and say, HS or A lady or any of the assistants do this thing. And it just happens in automation. And, you know, that's a whole nother podcast, automation in this decade. And that's might be when we do pretty soon. And so it's endpoint computing is going to be the future of how we communicate, how we talk, how we live. And so. I think that's going to be very interesting for us to talk about throughout the next decade on this podcast. As usual, it's time for picks and where people can be found. So, Aaliyah, let's start it off with you because you have a new toy.
2: (laughs) I do have a new toy. I'm glad I have it. We jokingly refer to these as blueberries because they smell like blueberries. If you don't believe me and you have some, sniff them. Okay, And I'm okay. I'm not weird. I don't go around like sniffing my AirPods, but you open the case near your face and it's obvious. Okay. My pick is the AirPods Pro. Funnily enough, they smell like blueberries. I don't get it, but
1: did um, you or did you not make fun of me for smelling my AirPods? And now look at (laughs) you.
2: Look at (laughs) you. Look at (laughs) you. Way to clip your microphone, Jason. Way to do it. It was the codec, not the microphone. Congratulations. Uh huh. All right. Um, So my pick is the AirPods Pro. They have amazing, amazing sound, really nice transparency and noise cancellation. I'm excited to try them on the bus tomorrow and see how well they work uh, going to campus and how much easier I can hear what's going on on my phone while the bus is going down the highway and making a whole lot of noise. I'm hoping that I'll be able to keep my phone at a quieter volume, thus lessening the damage to my hearing. (laughs) So I'm super excited and I can control everything but volume using the AirPods now, which is very nice. I can play pause, I can skip forward, skip backwards, all using the AirPods and change the level of noise cancellation as well. So, Really excited about that. If you'd like to find me online, you can do so. You can find me producing content for iAccessibility. You can email me at Aaliyah, that's A-L-E-E-H-A, at iAccessibility.net. And you can follow me on Twitter at BlindCowGirl199.
0: Leslie, what about you?
2: So one comment on your pick this week, Aaliyah.
4: As uh, I can say from personal experience, they work well on the bus. I think you can control the volume but I'm not 100% sure. I know you can ask Siri to talk more softly or talk louder, but I'm not sh- 100% sure about the media
1: volume. I
2: yeah, you can use Siri well. to do it that way, but you can't use yeah. hardware control. yeah, oh, yeah not a gesture. Right. No.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. That would be like an Apple Watch thing. Another fun thing to do is using Siri to enable and disable the noise cancellation and uh, transparency mode. That's a lot of fun to do. It's It's just... It was just so cool. I mean, I can do it on my Beats, but there was just something that was really special doing it on the AirPods Pro when, back when I had them. So you can turn it off, turn it on, and turn off and on the noise cancellation. It's just, it was just fun. Also useful.
4: So my pick this week is not technology. It is uh, the book, A Blight of Black Wings by Kevin Hearn. Oh, this did is you finish sequel. it? Oh, heck no. Oh, good. Um, I'll explain why in just a second. Uh, So it is the sequel to A Plague of Giants. It came out uh, this past Tuesday on the 4th. And um, it picks up right where Plague of Giants left off. And so far, so good. I'm honestly only about an hour, hour and a half in because I've only been able to listen to it when I'm getting ready for bed. And I fall asleep pretty quickly. So I... Turn on the book and say sleep timer for 30 minutes. And in the morning, I wake up and say rewind 25, and I'm
0: <laughs> back to where I left off.
4: <laughs> or sometimes rewind 30 because I'm only about a minute in before I'm out. So I've not gotten very far, but what I have read so far has been very good. You can find me producing content for eye accessibility. You can email me at Leslie at iAccessibility.net, that's L-E-S-L-I-E, and you can follow me on Twitter at Lady underscore Lessa, that's L-A-D-Y underscore L-E-S-S-A.
0: Jason, what is your pick for this week, and where can people find you?
1: My pick for this week is a Netflix series called Lock and Key, which I understand is based off of a graphic novel or a book. I'm going to be looking more into that book. But um, I have not seen the whole show, but from what I know so far, you have the Locke family and they have this house that has all these different keys with different abilities and um, the series follows the family as the children find and discover the abilities of the keys and the consequences of... uh, the discovery of the keys abilities. It's really been a uh, fun series to watch so far. I think I'm on episode three or four, something like that. Um, I believe there are 10 episodes. My girlfriend and I were watch I started watching it together the other day and, uh, it's it's really good. It's, it, it is. I like it so much right now. You can email me at jason at iaccessibility.net. You can search for me on Facebook. Just search for Jason Earls. And you can also follow me on Twitter at jde91. I ask that if you add me to social media, that you let me know that you have found me from the iacast network.
0: My pick for this week is a case for technology alia was looking for a case to her macbook pro and we were at the apple store and i saw the same one and i picked it up because it was nice it's a fabric case by case for the 16 inch macbook pro and it's just a very nice case very soft inside protects very computer yeah it's very nice it's about fifty dollars So, if you want to keep your nice shiny 15 inch or 16 inch computer in good shape, I would get this sleeve for it. I got a green one. Aliyah got a purple sleeve. So,
2: and you said the colors are very subtle, right? They're not like
0: it's mostly dark colors. So, the green is kind of like the midnight green on the iPhone, and the purple is a very dark shade of purple on that case.
1: So, basically, what you're seeing is buy this case just in case. (laughs)
0: Ha <laughs> yeah
4: wow wow
0: all right sad so, trombone geez. time yep so we're <laughs> so people can find me producing content for iaccessibility you can email me at mike doey's it's m-i-k-e-d-o-i-s-e at net. i'm michael doey's on facebook and mike doey's on twitter just search for me on those and you'll find me And I have my website at michaeldoeys.com. And I also started a new Twitter account called Low Vision Gaming for all the low vision gamers out there. So I'm pretty excited about that. And uh, cool stuff. We have a Discord server. So uh, go follow that account and you can get all the details. So really excited on all those things. So. This has been a very informative episode of the IA Cast. I'm going to go look up any list after we get done here, and uh, really cool stuff. So I want to thank everybody here for being on the panel, and just really good information. And I can't wait for what we have next week on the IA Cast. So hope you guys all come back. And it's been a great episode. And we'll see you next time. Bye everyone. Bye guys. Bye everyone. Bye. bye. <laughs>
1: This show has been brought to you by the IACast Network. We love hearing from you. Email us at feedback at iAccessibility.net. Got Twitter? Follow us at iAccessibility1. Facebook? Search for iAccessibility. Download our free apps for iOS and Android and keep up with all of our content at iAccessibility.net. If you'd like to donate to our show, hit the PayPal button on our website and get early access to our outtakes with a donation at patreon.com slash iacast. Thanks for listening. Copyright 2020, iAccessibility, LLC.